Hi, friends, and welcome to another episode of Grit. This is episode number nine, and I'm calling it Holiday Help. So this podcast is called Grit, which stands for Grief Relief, It Takes Time, because grief relief really does take time, and it takes real grit to brave the landscape of grief. I'm Mary Werdeman, your host, and this podcast is about loss in dealing with deep grief, but it's also about the unexpected lessons that grief teaches and the gifts, the blessings, and the grace that grief can offer. I've been feeling my way along this grief path since losing my son, Brian, and both my mom and dad just months later. I share that with you so that you can appreciate the space that I'm sharing these thoughts and experiences from. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's likely or possible that that you're in deep grief as well, or that you've recently lost someone um, that you love. And it's my deep wish that you'll find some sense of comfort and understanding and hope from listening here. I think that by sharing our stories and our hearts, it empowers others to do the same. So many people grieve alone in silence, and I think that that just keeps us stuck and in pain, and it prolongs our suffering. Grief really needs to come up and out, so I hope you'll join me here because I think it really helps us to know that we're not alone. So again, welcome, and see the the swell of grief um, is, is so palatable this time of year with the holidays fast approaching. Um, and it, and it really starts around Thanksgiving and all the Christmas music and the holiday parties and the festive decorations that are meant to bring joy can sometimes serve as painful reminders of our loss. Uh, for most people experiencing loss, the holiday season can be really the most painful time of all. Um, So if you're wondering how to get through the holidays this year without your loved one, I just wanted to talk about some of the strategies or the strategies or tips um, and just helping those of us who are um, experiencing some tough feelings around this time of year, some strategies that can kind of help us to cope for the next couple of months. So that's my plan today. Really wanted to talk about that. Um, and we'll see where that takes us. Uh, so let's just go ahead and, and dive right in. Um, today is what? We're in November. It's almost the middle of November, and uh, Thanksgiving is just a couple of weeks away. So um, already uh, you may have begun to to feel the anticipation and the heaviness that 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 might bring um, with it. And that's not, uh, it's not a bad thing to try to anticipate and try to have some awareness um, about what that might look like. Because it, although it's going to be impossible to to really grasp the intensity or the range of emotions that that one might feel this time of year, it's important to to at least have that expectation. So um, 
again, let's just go ahead and start discussing some of some of the tips or some things that that might be helpful to to think about or to consider as as Thanksgiving uh, approaches us. So let's go ahead. Um, let's start with number one. I have is trust that the grief or trust that grief is a part of healing. You know, time doesn't heal the pain associated with loss. It's really what you do with that time that matters. Uh, you know, grief is the process by which you heal and experiencing that pain rather than constantly trying to escape it can actually help you to feel better in the long term. So while it might be tempting, um, or again, you might think that that's the right thing to do to pretend that, that everything is okay or that the holidays don't exist or to to try to block out that pain with, you know, drinking too much or um, shopping too much or doing something that temporarily uh, is meant to help you avoid the pain really in the long run only prolongs that anguish. Eventually, eventually the holidays will get easier, but only if you allow yourself to experience the grief of going through them without your loved one. So give your time, give yourself time and space to process your emotions. And remember that it's really okay, painful, but it's okay not to feel okay. And it's also okay to feel lonely and it's okay to be, to, to feel grief or miss that person. Be, be patient and kind and gentle with yourself as, as you let yourself hold space for these emotions. And remember, they're waves of emotions. They're moments. They're not all moments. And it, although it doesn't feel like it when you're right in the middle of that wave, that wave will pass. So allow yourself the space and the time and trust that grief is part of healing. So that's the first thing. Uh, number two be willing to say no. Um, be willing to set healthy boundaries. You don't have to force yourself to face every holiday event or every celebratory tradition. Um, if attending that tree lighting ceremony or participating in um, the holiday gift swap at your office feels too painful for you this year, just be willing to say no. Other people might, you know, try to convince you to participate, but if you feel that you don't want to, if you feel in your heart that it doesn't feel right or you're just not up for it, that's okay. Um, just be willing to say no to certain things. Um, if you've been invited to a party that you don't, you just don't feel up to it. Um, don't just allow yourself that space to say no. There'll be other holiday parties next year. Um, respect your feelings and either say no, or you can even let the host or hostess know that, you know, if you know them well enough, um, or you feel comfortable enough, just let them know that, that you'd like to, and, uh, if they're okay with the possibility that at the last moment you may decide it's, 
it's just too difficult after all. Um, if they're comfortable with that, tell them that you'll accept the invitation. But, um, you know, I, I think that most people would understand that. And it, it, in the end, it's really this year anyway, for the, this year or the next year or so, you need to honor and do what is most comfortable for you. That's really the bottom line. So you need to set some healthy boundaries and just be willing to say no just for this year or, you know, maybe even next year, but for this year, you take next year, next year for right now, just do what feels comfortable for you and and be okay with that. Number three, plan ahead. And I can't stress this enough. Um, You know, if you're in deep grief this year, the last thing that you're either going to want to do or feel up for doing is a lot of planning. So when I say plan ahead, what I what I really mean is try to cultivate or try to have some awareness around the holidays. Um, and, and also know that, and this can be helpful, that maybe the anticipation of how you're going to feel on Thanksgiving Day right now, you know, two weeks out, maybe that feels just so heavy and it feels um, impossible, so overwhelming just to even think about Thanksgiving. And it makes you feel overwhelmingly sad to to think about um, your loved one not being there. But I have found, and it's different, of course, for everyone, but I have found that sometimes the anticipation of the event, um, the, the days or weeks leading up to, say, Thanksgiving or Christmas can sometimes be worse than the actual event. So, um, you know, while Thanksgiving dinner may only last two hours, you could, you could easily spend two to three weeks in advance dreading it. Um, so, you know, try to create a simple plan for how you're going to get through the holidays to avoid um, extending or prolonging those feelings of, of deep sadness. And when, uh, going along or hand in hand with planning ahead, um, if you do accept some invitations or if you do um, plan to go to a party, you know, have an escape plan in place. Um, you know, park park down the street or, or park where you where you're not going to get hemmed in. Should you decide that um, that once you get there, it is too much and, and you don't want to be there. That way, if you decide that you want to leave, you can you know you can you know make a, a quick exit and um, and maybe drive yourself. You know, or I mean, don't drive yourself. Um, also, either way, drive yourself or don't drive yourself. Have a friend, you know, a trusted friend who will understand, who, who can get you out of there if you decide that that it's that you're not up for it after all. Um, uh, just just knowing what that you can go or having an escape plan in place um, can be really really helpful. That way you won't feel stuck. Um, I've heard people say that they just. Had they just felt um, so 
just so stuck that they, they, it was a terrible feeling and they just kind of wanted to find a room where they could be alone. And so you just don't want to put yourself in that situation. Um, and maybe that won't happen, but at least if you're prepared, then you've got those bases covered and then you won't, you'll just be prepared. Um, and so number four that again, kind of goes along with that is focus on what you can control. Again, you know, if you, if you drive yourself, then you can control, you know, whether or not you want to leave, when you want to leave, um, you have some control over the situation. Uh, the thing is, you know, you can't control hearing Christmas music in the waiting room of your doctor's office um, or hearing your coworkers talk about holiday plans. Um, but I think sometimes just anticipating that, anticipating that there are going to be moments when uh, a Christmas song might play unexpectedly and bring about some overwhelmingly sad memories, just knowing that that could happen uh, sometimes will lessen the intensity of those feelings when, when they come. I'll just never forget a couple of years ago, um, we went to an early festival of lights or Christmas tree um, celebration, festival of trees, I think it was called. And it was very early. It was probably about this time of year. And as as I was watching across the room, my, my daughter and my granddaughter, uh, this, a song, um, I mean, we hadn't even really heard any Christmas music prior to going to this event. It was that early. And the song, the Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas, started playing. And I just hadn't even anticipated Christmas music, let alone thought about what songs might be difficult to hear. And it was, you know, have yourself a merry little Christmas, you know, through all the years, through the years, we all will be together if the fates allow. And it just, I just felt like a deer caught in headlights. And I'll never forget because my, my daughter locked eyes with me across the room at that moment. And I was just overcome for that moment. And it felt um, intense and it felt long. And so um, and I just, while I couldn't avoid that, and it may have been sad in any event, but anticipating that, you know, thinking about some of those songs or thinking about that in advance really would have been helpful for me. I, I think I would have felt, um, I would have felt more prepared. That's for sure. So um, focus on what you can control and plan ahead. Um, number five, allow yourself to feel the range of emotions. You know, holidays can bring up a wide, wide range of emotions. You can feel joy and guilt and sadness all within a few minutes. So allow yourself to feel those emotions without judging yourself or thinking that you should be happy or you shouldn't be laughing either way. Um, just allow yourself to feel whatever it is that you're going to feel. 
And number six, find, your, uh, find a way to honor your memories. Um, if you can, if that sounds appealing to you. Uh, some people like to create uh, or find a special way to mem memorialize the person that they've lost. Um, like eating maybe one of their favorite foods, making incorporate that incorporating that into the holiday dinner. Um, maybe it's just lighting a candle every day with the, you know just to to think about them every day. That moment, I mean, you may be thinking them of them um, uh, a lot, often, almost every moment. Um, I still think of, of Brian and my my mom and dad constantly. So, uh, but the, but it, lighting a candle at a certain time of the day in their honor um, or some, in your loved one's honor can be a really, uh, really nice, subtle way, sweet way to, to keep them um, as part of the holiday tradition. Um, but you have to do what's right for you. If that feels too painful, you know, you can do that next year or whenever you're comfortable with it or not. Um, it's just something to consider. Number eight, I really like this. Um, do something kind for others or focus on things that fill you and, and focus on things that fill you up. Um, you know, even when you're still in, in the midst of, of deep grief, you know, you still have something to offer the world and performing a few acts of kindness can be so good for the grieving spirit. Maybe donating gifts to families in need, participating in your church's um, angel tree or your community's angel tree, um, serving meals at a soup kitchen, or volunteering to help people at nursing home, make some visits, do some holiday crafts for someone. Just, just, just do, doing something kind for others really can help fill you up. Um, and doing things that are, that will fill you up personally is so important. Um, that's kind of goes along with, with self-care, but, um, doing something that can help get those endorphins going, like taking a walk or, uh, for me, I like to go to, uh, pure bar classes, you know, um, I like to run, I like to, um, do the Peloton bike, you know, something, get your blood moving and get those endorphins going, take a walk in nature. You know, um, it's, it's been, it's scientifically proven that trees, um, really release certain, uh, pheromones that actually help people to feel better. That's not anecdotal. That's, that's real. There's real science behind how nature can help lift you up and make you feel better. So, um, doing something that can help to feel to fill you up, such as exercise or a walk, uh, the fresh air. Uh, you know, I understand that for some of us, just getting out of bed, you know, that it feels monumental. And um, and I respect that, and I understand that I've been there, and I still go there. Um, but I will say that on days when I push myself a little bit, when I can, to to engage in in something that um, brings me out of that, it's it, it's really it changes my day. It changes my day. It changes 
can change several days for me. So just being aware of that and, and trying your best to to do something for others um, or do something that kind of helps lift you up can be so helpful, especially this time of year. And number nine, uh, ask for help. Uh, if, you know, if you are having such a hard time, you know, if, if um, getting through your day is feeling insurmountable or, or just really, really tough, reach out, you know, ask for help. Um, don't be afraid to tell someone that you love or somebody who that you care about or cares about you that you're struggling with the holidays. And, you know, reminding loved ones that you're having a rough time, uh, you know, that's okay. And that might be enough. But, you know, if not, you might want to reach out for some extra support. Uh, maybe you've been thinking about scheduling some time with, with a grief counselor, or maybe you've been considering going to um, a grief group. Um, you know, here in Louisville, uh, we have several. And if you've lost someone here in Louisville to um, a substance, uh, we have our GRASP group. And uh, you can always reach out to me. And we'd love to, we'd love to have you at the holidays. Um, but there are so many great organizations and um, their counselors and there, you know, there are groups. And there's even a... Um, an app that I recently ran across called um, Good Grief, where you can connect with others who are grieving. So uh, it's called Good Grief, and it's an app. Just go to your your um, your app icon on your iPhone and and uh, you know check that out. Maybe that could be helpful. Um, but don't feel embarrassed to let others know that you're feeling sad and lonely or depressed. Um, you know that just. Just letting other people know can can help lift your spirits too. Uh, and number ten, practice self care. Again, you know, I said it talked about maybe taking a walk or um, exercising a bit or just you know taking a nap, um, getting a massage, you know, maybe a mani mani pedi, just something. Pamper yourself a little bit. You know, just grief is so exhausting. So make sure that you're getting plenty of rest if you can. And, you know, just, um, you know, even if you're not sleeping well, just resting, just try to take good care of you. Uh, just rest and try to eat well. Um, take a bath. Just do something good for yourself that makes you feel good. And, 11, remind yourself that you will get better. You know, the again, these are moments. These are not all moments. Um, be patient with yourself and tell yourself that things will get better with time. You know, don't judge yourself and don't get angry with yourself about, you know, for feeling down. Um, and again, I guess number 12 this is sort of similar to um, asking for help, but connect. Connect with others. You know, download that Good Grief app or, or you know, maybe, you know, Facebook has a lot of support groups, too. And uh, or contact a buddy, you know, find a buddy who who maybe um, is experiencing uh, some sort of loss and, and connect with a buddy. And uh, then finally, how about uh, 
you know, creating new holiday traditions and or not creating new holiday traditions, but maybe just don't decorate this year if that's if that's a lot. You know, just do what you do. That can feel so difficult the first year, um, putting up a tree and, and decorating. If that feels difficult for you, do not feel like you have to do that. Um, if if cre- you know if making dinner is too painful, don't do it. Just don't do it. There'll be plenty of other holidays. You know, Christmas and Thanksgiving, they come every year. So if it's too difficult for you, um, don't. You know, there have been my first year uh, after, you know, with losing Brian, I remember feeling a lot of pressure to um, do something to honor him and, you know, maybe have, um, you know, do something special at our table or, Oh, I don't know. There were several things, but in, in the end, I'll just, I'll be honest that in the end, I, it was just too painful. I, I just couldn't. I think for me, um, that year was really, it was just about us getting through the holidays. And honestly, we, we didn't spend it in, in our home. We, we went to our daughter's home. So sometimes just getting out of town could be helpful. Um, you know, it's different. I still find sometimes that um, being away, you know, taking a vacation or being away, while that's difficult sometimes, it it gives you some space. It's almost like taking a vacation from your grief in some ways. And although I, I that it's not doesn't work exactly the same way during the holidays, I don't think. But getting some time away or going away or not spending Christmas or Thanksgiving in your in your home uh, for you know that year or whenever can be really helpful. You know, just getting out of town can be uh, can be very very helpful. So don't be afraid to do that. Um, you know, sometimes the, the hardest part of grief is this feeling that it's so endless and um, and that the very things that were the greatest source of joy, you know, at the holidays, right now they might feel like the deepest reminder of sadness and our loss. Um, but remember that this is not a forever place. Uh you know, grief is not a forever place. If this holiday is is brutal for you, if you're sad and you're angry or lonely or despondent, know that you won't always feel this way. You really, really won't. Um, there's just, there is really no wrong or right way to do grief during the holidays. Um, you have to do what is right for you. Uh, adopt whatever you know grief coping mechanisms work the best for you and really that's the best gift that you can give yourself um, holidays or not so just to recap real quick these are the following um, the, these are things that you just want to consider um, while you're trying to cope with the holidays these are just Quick tips: Just be patient with yourself, with yourself and others. You're still grieving, so expect that that the that you're going to notice the um, 
the presence of grief and acknowledge it. Expect moments of sadness and expect moments of joy. And create simple ways to remember and honor your loved one. Be aware of and realistic about your expectations of those um, of, and, and those of others. You know, if, if you can, try to communicate that as best as you can that, that you may not be able to do certain things this year. And listen to your inner self and try to identify your needs. Um, that's really being kind to yourself, you know, trying to identify what you need. Then consider your traditions, keeping them, amending them, or suspending them this year. Consider doing less, at least, at least for this year. Plan in advance where you can and include any necessary backups. And then finally, ask for help. So there you have it. Um, you know, at the end of the day, you just need to do whatever you can for yourself. And, and you know, you're missing your loved one and your family will, you know, will be okay. You just have to remind yourself that this is, these are not all moments and that, um, you know, grief is not your final destination. So um, with that, I just wanted to read you uh, a quick little poem uh, that I really like this time of year by Tanya Lord, and it's called Breathe. It's okay to change everything. It's okay to change nothing. Breathe. It's okay to say no. It's okay to say yes. Breathe. It's okay to shop. It's okay to not. Breathe. It's okay to celebrate. It's okay to hide. Breathe. It's okay to remember. It's okay to honor. Breathe. It's okay to hurt. And it's okay to laugh. Breathe. It will be okay. Just breathe. And with that, my friends, thank you for listening. And I wish you all so much peace and light on your way. Till next time.